Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Oh dear. <laughs> Hi again. Hi again. This is take two. Um, I mean, the first episode we recorded, we did six takes. Did we? Yes. Wow, you have a really good memory. Oh my god, I just saw my hamster go into her bed. It was so cute. Oh okay. <laughs> Welcome back to Chaos, everyone. Um, I'm very. We, I was just talking to my friend here about the uh, stats. We just had a look, and um, a lot of you are from the United States and Germany, yeah. and it was a pleasant surprise. Great I'm really humbled you. to hear that. Um, yeah. Maybe you could grace us with your American accent at some point, which isn't the best, but I feel like it could be very entertaining. Um, <laughs> I did pretty well when we were on Clubhouse a few months ago. I feel like Ooh. I did a pretty good job. Yeah. Well, Clubhouse, so remember when that was a thing? That was pretty fun. It still is for a lot of people, but I think it died for the original users. I think so. RIP. But so. we made something pretty good out of that. I met a lot yeah, of people from there. I think so. Yeah, I learned a lot. And uh, I had notifications for it on until like last month and I just couldn't stand it anymore. Oh my God, the notifications were intense. I think they finally <laughs> kind of, yeah, let it simmer down, which is good. They were, weren't they? A bit too yeah. much, no? They were a bit good. too much. Honestly, um, I really dig the elevator music while I was waiting for you to join. Oh, really? I, I don't, I'm not a fan. Um, no. Are we still using the first draft, please? Because I need to know how much context we're giving the listeners. What happened, guys, basically, is that we were recording, and then I got a phone call from my dad, which I think was the issue, oh and then God. um, it kind of disrupted the audio. So we have 10 minutes from our first episode out of the 16 that we filmed, and we're debating on whether or not to use <laughs> What? So you may or may not get that at some point. I'm just letting you know what you could have had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so um maybe we'll return to that subject i just figured i don't know it's been more than a year mm-hmm. and i just wanted to put into some perspectives how has your mm-hmm. mindset changed since we last spoke in june 2020 oh my god wait a second we went from that other topic to this i mm-hmm. was not ready for that um we'll get back to that though but Mm, I don't know to be honest. Like my concept of time is a bit, it's a bit different to how I was seeing. Okay, it. I'll give you. I'll give you my story. Okay, you think about what you, what you were doing back then, okay, because also, I feel like, like you did a lot more than I did. I mean, okay, so, no, but also before you tell me, maybe this will also help you frame how you're seeing things. Because I saw like Loki was a meme, right? Which was apparently in 120ish days or whatever will be in wait what will be in 2022, mm-hmm. but a lot of people are still processing 2019. So. I can't really relate to that, but now you say it. Yeah, it, wow. Mm-hmm. See, for me, things really did go downhill after summer 2019. So oh, I, no. um... I mean, anyway, um, so June 2020, I left uni to go home. I took a long break. I, um, I tried to keep my family safe. To, I, I basically lived under seclusion for like a good citizen uh, half a year like a good citizen like mm-hmm. like if there was propaganda in this club i mean there is but like if there was efficient <laughs> I mean, propaganda our listeners in are from country, america so <laughs> i would be a model citizen yep. um, wear your mask you filthy animals <laughs> <laughs> i feel like our u.s um <laughs> listeners are gonna leave by this no, point. no no come back i love big portions of food <laughs> It's not oh true. My God. Sorry, please keep talking. <laughs> no, but so um, 
yeah, it was a strange time. Um, mm. You know, you meant to get 10k steps in every single day. What really? Doesn't that depend though? Because I mean, to be honest, that's... for a lot of people, that's not realistic. I think that's a healthy. Average. I think that's a healthy like goal we should aspire to. But, but for I, our average, age or... I mean, I did hit that in July. Nice. But back in. <laughs> <laughs> did you hit that in July? Yeah. Back in <laughs> December last year. <laughs> My yeah. friend said I averaged 460 steps. Oh, you know what? I should check, man. Can you check, like, from a year ago? These kind yeah, of... yeah, yeah. It's on your health. Like, okay, I'm thing. not going to close this app, but remind yeah. me later on. That's yeah, yeah. It's on, your, it's on your iPhone. Um, it's oh, on the health. Exciting. App. <laughs> but it's really. Um, I mean, but you know what that lot. says, though? Uh-huh. That kind of plays on the assumption that you have your phone on you all the damn time. That is also true. Yeah. Which is not healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I mean, to be fair, when I'm out walking, I always have my phone on me. So that's a good indication of how much. I, I mean, it says a lot about the society. They have that, that. That's how they calculate it because they know we'll have our phones on us. But that's not really realistic or healthy. Mm. But anyway. I guess it's more. It's always more accurate if you have like a um, Apple Watch or like a watch device that. Yeah, yeah. Closer yeah. To your body. Like, yeah. When I was using my Fitbit, it was mm-hmm. actually really good. I oh my god! You, oh yeah, you had a Fitbit. I still have it. I just don't really use it. Uh-huh yeah but did you, um, find a, did you find a better watch or? i don't really like them um yeah. this is a separate topic in itself so let me not go down that that <laughs> story but we'll get there if we want to <laughs> tell us more about the mindset what happened so you went through some things i don't know i just feel like there was a lot of um emotional stuff and a lot of mm. self-reflection mm, and, deep. Um, good use of your time it was too i i, I mean questionable no no Valid. I finished the last parts of my uni degree Woo. in this time. Boy's a graduate now. Questionable. I have my graduation coming up at the end of the month, so we'll see. Oh, this that. month! Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I have I'm not told so you. Proud? No. Oh my god! Wow. I'm a bad friend, but you Lovely. have, you have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> so let's return to that. Wow, that's um, not very but, nice. But no, um, um, yeah, it's been it's been wild. I feel like you know, in some ways, I've been looking at looking back on mm. this uni journey as a whole. I feel like I've really grown up a lot in the past mm. sort of term. I mean, I only returned to university in the last term from late April. Mm-hmm. Growing up uh, in that way, I mean, that's really great to hear, and it's inevitable that you'll be thinking about it because you literally just finished uni. Yeah, sense. you'll be yeah. reflecting and all that, but yeah. Uh, uh, what was that? Hmm? Hi. Hmm? Hi. What was that? <laughs> there will be no Americans left in this podcast by now. <laughs> oh, well, um, but um, what what have you been up to? I don't even know if we really understood what you got up to, but for myself, um, I don't even remember exactly where I was when we last filmed. But to put it short, I did some. I did two different jobs after leaving uni, almost consecutively. Like, I did a summer school kind of thing for about two months-ish. Then I took, like, a two-week break to be with family. And then immediately after that, I found another thing, which was great. But it was, like, a short-term experience that I could have... um, I could have stayed for longer at that place, but honestly, the management sucked, so I didn't really value that, and I left. Um, And then I had a lot of free time where I was not job-searching immediately because I just wanted to value free time you know rest after finishing from a very stressful university Mm -hmm. um do my own things that kind of stuff because I really think that's important and then I started to feel pressure from other people who would like 
kind of <clears throat> indirectly asked me what I was up to being like where are you working right now but they didn't say it like that they never really bothered me but then I realized as I said we both went to quite a good university so I feel like people are even more invested to find out what we do after graduating mm-hmm. so I was a bit annoying but it didn't really bother me much and then eventually I felt a bit of pressure and then I was like you know what okay cool I started looking for different opportunities and stuff but I wasn't still too stressed about finding a long-term job because for me at least I wasn't trying to become like a corporate seller which is I know that's framed really negatively. If you want to go down that route, it's very financially stable and it's it's fine, honestly. But <laughs> if you want to do that, you have to have prepped in advance. You have to like know certain people. You have to have done internships in that field. And I wasn't that kind of person. So obviously I wasn't going to get into that straight after leaving uni. And I was okay with that um, because I actually gained a lot of really valuable skills in the time where I wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I did a, a lot, like a lot of really cool things. I did some freelance stuff um, for like translation work. I was on a creative course, which was really, really cool. And then, like, yeah, stuff happened. And now I am working, funnily enough, in a corporate field. But, yeah, I guess that last year included um, some free time, but also being very, very busy. Um, Oh, yeah, I opened a charity shop with my dad. That happened. That also kept me very busy. Very impressive. Thank you. I've learned a lot from that as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess... I don't know if you're listening and you just finished uni I understand the stress and I think we both do but just know your journey as cheesy as this happens to sound it will happen at your own pace you know and like just value that free time after you graduate don't stress about getting a job straight away because you can learn a lot in that time Mm, definitely in these times of huge uncertainty well yeah and also like you make a good point it's really hard to get a job right now more mm. than in the past so don't beat yourself up over it <laughs> yeah. yeah i think the main if i were to give the past year theme it has to be well first of all sick of covid but oh, yeah, also yeah. putting things in, into perspective I guess. Ooh, what kind of perspective like the world's well, about to well, end a lot of things. Cares, um, i mean i mean as you said we went to quite i feel like our uni experience is somewhat similar yeah. if not on the you know I mean, uh, be smaller scale sure. on the great on the ground the scale is pretty similar in that there's certain kinds of pressure expectation yeah the structure of the university etc and um i just wanted i remember um well a quite a close good a friend of mine is um about to go to a similar uni in mm-hmm. in, in a month's time and um i was trying to give and some advice, and uh, mm. I just remember being so scared and terrified oh. four years ago now, before mm. I attended uni. And now, you know, returning to the same place last term, and now thinking about it now, I'm just like, why did I care so much? I like there that. There was so much, there was so much, like, trivial things I was so worried about. Can and you now share I'm just like, anything? I really wish, like, certain things. Mm-hmm. Oh no, because it's a brand new environment and, you know, there's all the pressure and the sort of anxiety that you expect from someone who just Mm -hmm. left school, you know. But just certain things, like I would, certain people in them who manages the learning space that we study, Mm -hmm. they can be quite awkward to deal with, you know. Mm -hmm. That was such a quick in, (laughs) It's a place where you walk into your campus, it's like, it's a stressful experience at times. Yeah, I mean, and plus everyone's going to deal with it differently. Mm-hmm. On average, our uni experience is like four years long, right? I mean, mm-hmm. mine was four years, was three. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. be four. Oh my God. 
Wait, one second. Stay right there. Stay right there. <laughs> Wait. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um, but yeah, so stressful, but at the same time, it's like it's a learning experience, isn't it? It's not just about the stuff on paper. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> My mom's walking through. <laughs> um, she's a bit confused about what's going on. I don't really blame her. It's a confusing world we live in. But yeah, mm. the mic is yours. And uh, yeah, and looking back, your when the year that you finished was mm-hmm. really the the last year that we had a sort of proper examination process. Proper. That's true. Yeah, that's true. To, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm quite lucky in that I'm getting a graduation at the end of the month. But a lot of people from last year don't even. Oh, that's a good get point. The because yeah. I graduated 2019. Yeah. You're graduating 2021. So mm-hmm. 2020 year, they didn't have in-person graduation. Mm-hmm. And then that's when all the exams and stuff were disrupted, as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But that part, I mean, everything has a pros and a con kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm really grateful that I had an in-person graduation and my exams were fine because that's a memory in itself. Graduation was honestly such a fun day as well. Mm-hmm. But like the exam part, like for my subject <laughs> at least, because of COVID, like they dropped a whole exam. That was a very stressful exam that would have definitely impacted my grades being better. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people were saying that it was like the grade boundaries were better and stuff and in people's favor, mm-hmm. which is understandable because obviously people are doing it from home and everyone has different situations. But like that feels a bit unfair to me, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, I definitely get that. Yeah, they, that that kind of applied to me as well. Even though mine were all online this year as well. Yeah, and um, like even that, a lot of people can cheat to whatever it is. I'm not saying it's easier, but to an extent, in some ways it was. But obviously, mm-hmm. I can't understand stress, the different mm-hmm. kind of stress. Because mm-hmm. damn it, stressful regardless. But I guess what I was trying to say before is that I think people who graduate from uni, that's an achievement in itself. But if you only come away from uni with that graduation paper, then... I feel like you haven't really done uni properly. There's a lot more to learn. Yeah. This is the part I'm like, I feel like I didn't throw myself out there enough. You know, in all kinds of ways. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to talk about that, because that... No, I'm not talking about that. Let's oh, not talk about that. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about no, no, no. that. But, um, but no, I mean, it's a, uni should be. If you're listening now, if you're starting uni, for some reason you found this podcast, God, mm-hmm. God, the first of all, bless you. I don't know how, what kind of <laughs> omen this is <laughs> that you Tell found Tell me like, what podcast. you guys search on the internet because the algorithm brought you here, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, be free and don't be scared of too much, yeah. you know, too many things, your worries, your anxieties, whatever. Try everything. Mm. Try everything. The first thing that, our, that my subject tutor said to us on the first day was, open push open every door oh that's a bit violent but okay i have often questioned that because i feel like especially at our university is not a great idea to push open every door <laughs> because hmm. i mean it depends how literally you take that advice yeah. i see the point what they're trying to make mm-hmm. but i i think i'm agreeing with him more and more in that you know you think yeah. about something you want to try out go try it whether that's you want to write some, you want to pr- produce some music, you want to write a play, yes. you want to play a new sport they haven't done before, you want mm. to experience with your sexuality, you want to meet some new people, all that kind of thing. Just go yeah. do it. Honestly, nothing. It's true. It's the cliche so that you hear on, in films, right? Like, this is the mm. time to discover yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> You're actually chaos today. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, sorry. 
Stop. Sorry, this alarm went off yesterday as well. I don't know. What but I also, a very weird time to awkward time to set an alarm for. Like, I didn't set the alarm. It does that. Interesting. That's like my toothbrush. You know, like <laughs> your toothbrush has an alarm. Hang on, no, my toothbrush, <laughs> the electronic one, would just turn on in the middle of the night sometimes. This is so funny. Just my electronic toothbrush. It has been out of charge for so long. I just do it manually with my hand. Like I just brush it really fast. <laughs> Wait, you do what randomly with your hand? <laughs> <laughs> Brush my teeth. Okay, um, this is a PG podcast. Um... I'm talking about my toothbrush. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I just do it really fast in my hand because I can't be able to it. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Let's rewind. Mm-hmm. Um, damn it. But honestly, try everything out. Try everything out. I think we... I think we're quite similar in that we are quite... I mean, I'd say we're both anxious a lot of the time, but we kind of share a common thing in that we're not afraid to socialise with people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, join societies, you know. I don't think we're... I don't think we're very anxious or anything. I know the stuff that you and I get that feeling for is quite different as well, but I mm. think it's normal. You should be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the point is to try everything out. But at the same time, though, not everything. Like, I think well. the advice is like, if something <laughs> comes your way and you find it interesting, do it. Mm-hmm. But don't do everything and it burns you out because that's another problem. Well, uh, yes, it has to be. I feel like it has to be both physically and mentally healthy. Yeah, because I feel like you said you probably didn't do it that much. And I feel like compared to you, maybe I did a lot. Maybe sometimes too much. That's another extreme. That's another end of it. Mm. and like I don't know I'm, I don't regret it though because at uni I did so many different things I feel like I really can't regret what you were saying about like you know not doing enough or whatever it is mm-hmm. I any door that came my way yo I went through it and that's good because you can figure out what you like and stuff Um, you learn so many things but at the same time you have to remember you at uni to study mm-hmm. so always make sure that's your priority yes. and I remember now that I'm thinking about it I wrote an advice piece for one of the societies I was on um at uni and it was like you know for somebody who's newly joining uni what would you tell them and mm-hmm. i think i basically said to them like just try and be confident and be yourself basically mm-hmm. um and like general life advice i would give somebody is just be yourself and don't be afraid to like so long as you're not hurting anyone else do whatever makes you happy you know mm-hmm. and if that includes trying new things then try them yes and if those new things start to stress you out then stop doing them as well because you're not obliged to continue mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. but just remember like pr- your priorities you should try and focus on studying that should be the first thing i say should because it's difficult sometimes mm. um but then do try other stuff and just don't burn out because they ain't paying your bills honey <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah um it's it's um it's it'll be an incredible well at least important mm. um stage in your life where you'll grow a lot yeah, yeah i mean a lot i feel like especially for this generation of kids who literally <laughs> left school in in oh, lockdown gosh. and having to go through the process of growing up and go to uni is going to be that possibly more challenging than I mean, what we experience. it's a different generation and because that to an extent that will be all they know for mm-hmm. them it might not even really be a challenge per se because everything comes with challenges right that will be their norm that is true. We'll look at it differently. Like, for example, um, I have a niece, my cousin's child, 
who mm-hmm. was born in 2020 like for that generation i'm just like wow. hmm, what how does that look like what lens do they view the world with because but this then is again so they long. probably won't remember this i feel like it's the kids oh, who true, are like true. yeah you know beginning to remember you know they would remember this okay of cool. their so childhood toddlers right Tod- i don't know if we mentioned this last time i feel like i might have just said this to you in general once i definitely said it to a friend like toddlers um their norm is like when they were beginning to become socialized they weren't allowed to talk to strangers and st- i mean no don't talk to strangers generally <laughs> but like when they go out they had to keep a distance right because of social distancing oh yeah and what that did was that caused a lot of like toddlers to be socially anxious and yeah. not have proper social skills from a young age because they were scared of catching this invisible germ or whatever their parents told them yeah that they can't even perceive they don't they haven't they exactly. don't even know what it is yeah and that causes so many different problems because like the things you learn as a child really do stick with you um mm-hmm. yeah so for that generation it's gonna be interesting but obviously mm-hmm. like those are kind of small things when you think about it you can break out of that kind of stuff especially now that things are opening up again that was just a small period of their life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so quickly come back to the starting uni sort of thing what would be mm-hmm. your if you have to give one piece of advice what would it be hmm. for anyone starting or, I don't know, I guess, yeah, I'd like to start this journey. I mean, it's the same or thing is still, I really Or maybe it's still at the very beginning of this journey. I would just say this, I would give two pieces of advice, which is like a summary of what I basically said earlier on, which is be confident and be yourself. Mm-hmm. Or try to do those things. Because I say this, like, I guess kind of from experience. Like, when I was in secondary school, um, parents' evening... Because, I mean, I don't know if our international viewers know what this is, but basically, like, when your parents go to school and your teachers tell you how you're doing, that kind of stuff. Surely they have. Yeah, but they might call it something else, like, grade evening or, I don't know, report school. I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) My teachers would almost always tell me to be more confident. Mm. That stuck with me, right? But I feel like when you go to uni, for some people, it's a chance to, like, rediscover themselves, present themselves in a whole new light. If you want to do that, you'd do that. But if you're just confident, then you can accept all the new challenges that come your way a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And you, it gives you that perspective as well that you just realise your essay that you're being set, for example. If you don't do that well, it's like the world will continue to spin. Everything, like life goes on. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's fine. And like and being yourself nicely, is important too. Yes, so. and nicely link up to that, my advice would be just move at your own pace. Yes, um, very important. So I found your own pace and move at a pace that you know they'll ensure that you grow but at the same time won't drain you out um what i found mm. that a lot of people do not just me not just myself and imagine you probably do this too is um constantly compare yourself um. with other people around you because this is the time where i feel like for the first time a lot of be- i mean before we were at school and it's um you probably went to school with the people you live near to as well there's not that many occasions or opportunities where you can experience well maybe not clash but sort of a sort of merging of experiences from people who were born yes from different backgrounds different social classes different yeah for the most part you go to uni and you meet people from different Mm -hmm. walks of life i guess that's what you're saying yeah, exactly. And uh, it's <clears> easy <throat> to compare with people who have vastly different experiences compared yeah. to you. And sometimes if you compare too much, that might hinder your growth and uh, hinder your ability to, to discover yourself. And um, so it's important to find your own pace and move at that and that yeah. only. 
and that really applies to life in general to be honest because mm-hmm. half of you guys listening like you probably are not going to college or university or whatever but that last thing you can i mean all of this advice you can really apply to a lot of things but that one in particular um i think it also speaks to like imposter syndrome which is where you doubt whether or not you deserve an opportunity that came your way even mm-hmm. if that's like a promotion at work or whatever it is like no you got there because you deserved it and you can continue to retain it if you just carry on at your own pace because that's what got you here in the first place. You deserve it. And, yeah, everything you just said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's incredible to think. I mean, you've done, you've been done for like two years. <laughs> I know, it's like, weird, though, because, like, Well, the time, stage of my life is coming to an end. Is that the wildest stage, though? <clears throat> Questionable. <laughs> Actually, yeah. After maybe. the things I've been hearing lately. Mm. Well, uh, excuse me? Sorry? <laughs> Moving on swiftly. I guess it's the time where people have that like self-exploration and that freedom, creative freedom and all that kind of stuff. Moving away from home, independence, for most people anyway. Y- yes, and that's, I think that's also an important remark on, which is that, you know, don't let the, ex- don't let the societal expectations of this being yeah. the, you know, you're meant to have the most fun or you're meant to yeah, yeah, yeah. be the most important lives of your most important time of your life. Don't mm-hmm. let that get to your head too much because that will stress yeah. you out and you have to, you That's feel like you have to, yeah. yeah, you have to, you always feel like you have to fulfill certain, you know, to take some boxes or yeah. fulfill some expectations that the society's. I think, look at it like this you. basically, go to uni, college, whatever it is that this applies to for you get through it and then eventually when you look back at it then you can think about all these things but don't go into it with certain expectations that you need to be a certain way whatever no then like all that's going to be in your head is trying to fulfill those things Mm. rather just get through it and then later on you'll look back and be like oh i actually did fulfill those things i just didn't realize because i was busy living it you know Mm -hmm. and the things you mentioned like things like financial independence and living Mm -hmm. away from home that kind of stuff just being independent that might come at a later later to um later time in your life when you were comfortable and when you were ready to do it and you don't have to rush it at uni exactly don't force yourself to do certain things like uni is the time where people discover themselves and all that stuff you don't have to force that to happen like if you're not somebody who wants to drink or if you're not a party person don't force yourself to be that way because later on you'll look back and you may regret it or you may just be really cringed out Mm -hmm. and you can't take that back yeah so yeah yeah Wow, this is really transformed from the sort of... I was going to say, like, (laughs) I don't know if you are posting the draft. I really think you should. Chaotic. Because it's like, it's really simmered down. You know what I think it is? I haven't drank my tea in a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, drink your tea. That lack of sugar. I don't know. Drink your tea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Speaking of tea, I must say, Mm. there's been a visible, Mm. um, visibly... I know what you're going to say increased amount in bubble tea shops of bubble tea shops yeah, boy. everywhere <laughs> um also if any of the 67 listeners who are listening right now wants to hire me for a piece of research on bubble tea shops i would love to accept so <laughs> i consider myself an expert and you Bumps should trust me on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i agree there have been but a lot of them are just not up to standard like i mm. wish i rated bubble tea shops from back in the day when they were not popular Mm-hmm. and if i carried on doing that up till now because i've been to so many and mm-hmm. i normally try the same drink when i go for the first time i will always try the original milk tea mm-hmm. oh it could be so good like i see so many food pages now that just i don't want to throw shade but they're like they give the most basic reviews and they rate shops that i know are terrible 
And mm-hmm. I know people have different standards, but just trust me on this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just wish I did that ages ago because I could be informing the people in part. Yeah, I don't know. See, this is one of those things where I'm like, I don't know whether like the increase in Bible shock is partly to do with the fact that people are, mm. you know, living in sort of different lifestyle due to COVID nineteen, mm. or like, you know, you can well, almost say yeah. whether the business sort of benefited from this change. Um, but this... I definitely think some of it is always going to be soft power mm-hmm. in like East Asian culture. Yes, uh, yes. Like even the Facebook group Subtle Asian Traits, if you know what that is, <laughs> is basically it's mostly full of American Chinese people talking about bubble tea all the time or like immigration stories and like yeah. great stuff and everything. It's a bit tedious at times, mm. but like, yeah. Things like this being popular, BTS being really famous, and then, you oh, know, gosh. they see bubble tea in videos, and I know. Stay with me for a sec. Like, Some that of kind the of things stuff. are insane. You know what? Part of me is really glad that you're not, you're not like a proper army. <laughs> I'm not an army altogether. I mean, please don't come for me, people listening. I have nothing you against You do like the music, them. no? I haven't. The only music I really heard of them is like the first, first ones when they first came out. Oh my. And back when God. they first came out, right, like... They there were quite a few boy bands at maybe the time. Maybe we should hang on. Maybe we should mm-hmm. be cautious when talking. I know, I know, but nobody knows. It's this point. There was another group at the time called BAP. They have now disbanded. At the time, I was also a really big fan of Big Bang. Who isn't? And then BTS came out, and I was like, "Yo, another boy group with three letters beginning with a B." There's so many members. Like, nah, allow it. So I didn't get into them. But now, yeah, they're super famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they are very talented though. Their music is good. I don't like the song Butter. If I ever hear it again, I swear to God. Um, and a lot of the main oh, songs. I look in the mirror. I'm no. Okay, that bit's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it. Or is it? <laughs> um, I like. Yeah, but it, it is interesting. I mean, it's a, it's a whole cultural phenomenon. And, um, bubble tea and the. I'm surprised BTS hasn't got their emoji yet. Because bubble tea has. Oh my god. Yeah, but how um, are they going to do a BTS emoji? They have sticker packs, surely. Like, I make um, WhatsApp stickers as well. I'll send you some. Interesting. <laughs> I'm not an advent user of WhatsApp. So. Oh, I have hamster stickers yeah. of my hamsters. Yeah. I'll send them to you. That's another thing died away as I entered uni because no one has each other's numbers anymore, which is connect by Facebook. Oh, that's interesting. But you know what? I actually think that depends on your uni. So, for example, my London yeah. friends who go to uni in London, for example, they don't have Facebook. They didn't make it for uni. Well, because I moved mm. out where we went, um, clearly it was in London, yeah. uh, I had to make it. Rather, mm. somebody at my uni made it for me because they were like, no, you're going to need this. And I really did in order to keep up with events and all that kind of stuff. Because everything is on there. Yeah. And now when I use Facebook, it's mostly for uni people. Fake or news? Other... <laughs> mm, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like I use WhatsApp still a lot, but mostly for family. So mm-hmm. each app kind of has its own use. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's weird. Yeah, I, I, I just realized I didn't, I didn't, because at college you have most people numbers, and at uni you just, well, personally anyway, mm-hmm. which just didn't really use. But I definitely, my point. And is, it's I also think like I was talking about this with someone the other day, like the concept of Facebook. Yeah. You know, originally it was a campus invite only sort of pa- platform for uni students, mm. and now it's insane. Wait, like, it was invite only. Yeah, it was invite only when it was first it's created. Like Clubhouse, it, was, huh? it was it was a campus thing for people to socialize on campus. Interesting. So I guess it's kind of ideal for uni in a way, but then again, the I, way that it is now is. I don't know. Like when before I joined it, 
my perception of Facebook was for old people. And <laughs> it kind of still is, but I don't know. Facebook is like such a big website or app or whatever you want to call it that there's so many different spheres. It's kind of like YouTube. When people make that joke, like, oh, I'm on the weird side of YouTube. It's mm. the same thing. Like, there's so many sides to it. So there's lots of different social groups that exist. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that that hasn't <clears throat> happened to me because, again, at our uni, everyone uses Facebook. Yeah. Sort of, I can't still kind of, I kind of still active on there. Yeah. So that I don't have, like, the people who I'm from, friends with and the, the thing that come up on my feed, the things that come up on my feed are not predominantly <laughs> middle-aged people posting so oh my god can i say though that's something i realized actually this is an unlikely thing so over the past year one thing that maybe is a highlight is actually facebook to an extent which i never <laughs> expected like i know right connecting with certain groups that i wouldn't have normally connected with via facebook or the internet is something that happened last year and i imagine what kind of groups before... are we talking about <laughs> I'll get to that but I imagine this happened to a lot of people because you're stuck at home and you're basically on the internet a lot so for me um there's like a skincare group that my mom is part oh of my God. <laughs> it's actually really big so I joined that for a bit but I wasn't very active it's more her thing but the group that honestly is one of the highlights of my 2020 and I'm not even joking about this is a hamster group that I joined oh my, oh God. my God. so much joy wow you know what it is it's like when you join a Facebook group you're in a group full of like-minded individuals. Like, you share a common passion. And in this case, it's hamsters and hamster knowledge and whatever. <laughs> so I do recommend it. Like, if you need a community, go and find one. But be safe about it. Yeah, maybe Facebook is an ideal place. Yeah, it's not actually just old people. And now I can see my hamster walk up. So, you know, yeah, life is good. <laughs> yeah, there are young people like us on Facebook. <laughs> Although someone called me old today and I was like, I'm not old, okay? I'm 24. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to say that? I mean, I just said it, so, yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. That's not old, is it? Um, Depending on who you ask. Yeah, I was going like, to say. Like, I worked with um some, again, a sort of academic programme in mm-hmm. July, and the kids who took part in that programme were born in 2006. Oh, wow, that's crazy. First of all, to them, I am ancient. And that second feels of all, very weird. Second of all, I have very clear and vivid memories of 2006. Oh, really? And that is just very disturbing to me. The That's fact that weird. I can remember the year that they were born. Oh. You know? I don't remember that much, but how old are they then? 15. Oh, wow. That doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. The math feels really off. What the heck? I feel like yeah. people from the 2000s shouldn't exist. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fake. You don't really exist. Who are you? Door holograms, and they're all, you know, again. <laughs> <laughs> the half, like our audience is just left. <laughs> yeah, no, and they're all, um, they all happen to be American, and um, oh. it's just very interesting. To Yo, hear. maybe that's the audience. Wow. See, no, the thing is, see, they're all very, very much Gen Z, and mm. I, I feel like we're born, sort of born on the cusp, maybe less you. No, no. But, like I very much too. identify with millennial <laughs> culture, like much more. Mm. So, so this is the confusing thing from the top of my head. I can never really remember the differences. But when I see the chart, which mm-hmm. is usually on Facebook, mm-hmm. I think you and I do come under the cusp. But I can't remember, like, there's certain things that millennials and Gen Z mm-hmm. remember. Like, oh, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not about just, like, I can appreciate Gen Z huge. Like, I'm on TikTok a lot 
of oh, I know. and like I, <laughs> I, I enjoy the humor and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But certain is like these kids were, you know, knowing that they're born in two thousand and six, and they were like, mm. "Yas Queen Slay." <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that in the recording. But it's also stuff like, like them apparently judging certain fashion trends, like certain types of jeans or even oh, certain yes, hairstyles. They're like, that's millennial fashion, millennial humor. I'm like, millennial... no, bro, if you like it, vines, you do it. they were making fun of vines, and I'm like, mm. vine is the pillar. To be fair, though, I know humor. that's part of our time, whatever it is. I never really used to watch them anyway. Maybe I just wasn't cool. I don't know. I used it quite oh, a lot. I remember bro. using it quite a lot. There were certain. I, f- I remember following a few like, non cheesy but like funny people. It's it's actually mm. quite nice seeing them making a comeback on TikTok. Oh, that's you funny. know, knowing someone. It's like well. connecting. It's like. You remember, wait, how long have you had Instagram? Uh, since second year of uni. What? Yeah, I know, I haven't had it for that long. I'm going to say, I had it since 2013. Oh, wow, you just kind of outed yourself a bit. Okay, so maybe mine was 2016-ish, uh-huh. I think. But like, I had it since, like, 2013. Okay. But, so, it's like, sort of like, seeing, I mean, seeing these viners returning on TikTok, it's sort of like seeing someone who <laughs> was active in like 2015 mm. who liked all your pictures that you posted and you liked them mm. back and then they disappear for like two no, years and they came back and posted something you're like oh my god you're still alive even though you're like thousands of miles away i'm never gonna meet you <laughs> <laughs> but you know what this it's makes me nice. think of i know it doesn't seem relevant here but like peter andre doing the iceland adverts <laughs> <laughs> What is this? That's why Peter goes to Iceland. Because it was like... <laughs> what is this stretch? What is this jump? No, it's not a jump. It's, I don't, I'm trying to phrase this in a way that doesn't sound mean. I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just like... He, uh, oh, I don't know how to say this. You just... It's kind of like... like a one-hit wonder, right? Hmm. And then you come back to the one thing you had. Like, the fact that you're telling me violence have now come to TikTok is kind of bittersweet. Like, they were talented at this platform where you make short videos that are funny vines yeah and, now and they were the most relevant later, ones but no longer so. they went quiet for a bit and now that there's this thing called tiktok they're like oh my god mom it's my time to shine again <laughs> so why was peter andrew relevant to this oh because um you know he was i don't know if he was on tv but then he was singing and then he i guess was not that relevant for a while so then he was on iceland adverts which is great for him i respect the hustle i don't know what he's mm. doing now i hope he's doing good if you're listening <laughs> Hi. In the past year, yeah, I mean, again, return to the original subject, it's kind of made me feel like uh, I should value human relations a bit more. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, weirdly, because I felt, I felt because of the pandemic, there wasn't the need to say goodbye as such, because everyone just got no, sent home all deep. of a sudden. Oh. And like, even though you're heading towards different parts of the world, society, you're doing different things, like, it's like you didn't have to say goodbye. And that sort of, this unending pandemic almost like created a, an incentive for you to meet up again. Do you see what I mean? It's kind of like, deep though. So I wanted before, to say it's yes. like a, you know, in the usual year, it would be like graduation, that's at the end of uni. Mm-hmm, yeah. And then you go into a job, you're like, oh, goodbye. People would write yearbooks, people mm-hmm. go to prom, whatever, like whatever stage you're at. But because mm-hmm. of the pandemic, everything just got cut off. Like, yep. It was a sudden halt. And no one knew when this would end. You know, you didn't get to say goodbye to your friends. And that kind of creates an incentive for you to meet up and do that properly. Oh, okay. So basically what you're saying is there's like a social yearning. Yeah. Yep. Right? Mm, and true. it's like, I feel like because of that, some of the uh, 
Oh no, relationships that might not have ended, <laughs> might not have lasted, um, actually got prolonged. Um, I mean, that's a pretty people. positive take because what I would say is normally, maybe this is something that we're going to see slightly differently because obviously I graduated like two years ago. So yeah. I've already been through the first few months after you graduate, people are still in touch with you, blah, blah, blah. Then they kind of, and you also move on in your life and you do other things. Mm-hmm. You're kind of still in that phase, right? But for me, it's been quite a while. So the way I've seen my cohort from uni well, see, But I friends, feel like I can't experience that because most of my original cohort did do that last yeah. year. I sort of have a have an experience of both in that you know I, I said goodbye to my original cohort and I was but there was also the incentive of meeting up because oh like when this is over like the, the key the key phrase being when this is over we will do something or when this is over we will continue whatever we didn't do or we, where we left off that kind of thing mm. you know but also it's just like normally when you finish uni for example since this is the example we're taking everyone's like oh yeah we should keep in touch right mm-hmm. or when you leave a job and people say that but it's always empty words mm-hmm. in a sense if we're doing a positive spin on the current situation it's like mm. they say that but then they actually kind of mean it because they actually miss you because they don't have any sort of social interactions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because no one really moved to anywhere we're all kind of put on pause by this shared kind experience of. yeah but i don't know i know a lot of people i mean and obviously this is going to apply to a lot of people kind of de- like mm, especially because of what i studied at uni a lot of people that i know moved literally to another country and like mm. they have their lives established there now because it's been a few years mm-hmm. that's interesting too again the pro- polarity of experiences is they can be there's gonna extreme. be a wide yeah. range mm-hmm. especially with our listeners i think like they would experience very different things to us which is kind of <laughs> cool I'm really assuming that there's gonna be if like more than three here. people more than three people <laughs> listening to this episode no we'll do We'll wait another year for the next episode and then we'll definitely have a <laughs> <No>. business. <laughs> we cannot, I cannot bear myself to do that again. Um, hmm. I was saying earlier on when we had our little break after our first recording mishap that basically we tried to plan our first episode a little bit by having a little bit of a structure. We knew what we wanted to talk about. For the most part, it's just chaos. But then I realised at the core, it tends to be some sort of cultural dissection or topic. Mm. So, like, it's chaos, but in a deep way. I feel it's the most vivid subject that we both experience, right? It's something that we share, it's something that's constantly appearing in our lives. It is true. And, uh, yeah, of course, it's logical to arrive at that conclusion. Yeah. So, I feel Um, like if we do something again soon, mm -hmm. we could get back to what we were talking about when we got cut off earlier on, which is Mm -hmm. cultural stuff. (laughs) <laughs> appropriation actually with like fast food chains that's what we were talking about <laughs> like maybe interesting subject for now, I guess. but i feel like i feel like this episode actually lacks the chaos that we no i know that because i think yeah I okay think tell me something chaotic you... that happened to you recently go uh i can't really share those things <laughs> <laughs> on a recording oh, to be fair like my whole existence is just quite chaotic and i'm okay with that it's like yeah it's it teaches me a lot i i'm really bad on the spot in general like if you tell me to sing something on the spot i wouldn't really know what to sing tell me like what my favorite film is i don't know mm. are you like that i don't know it's quite hard yeah i and i often like deep those things it's like I'm, I, I feel like i'd be that boring person who's like oh i can't pick a film <laughs> yes, I mean, when I people can, but... when people whereas when people ask you these questions they low-key don't care <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so sad because i really think about it deeply when they ask me stuff yeah yeah right <laughs> um, 
I mean, sometimes it's just small talk, you know. That's what I hate sometimes. Like, you know, when you're talking to somebody and they're like, oh, what are you up to? They don't really care. They just want mm-hmm. you to make small talk. Just don't make oh, small talk. It's me, just honestly. such a commotion. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I don't know. I feel like I have things to ask you, but do we end here? What do we do? I don't know. My question was going to be, are you going to watch Shang-Chi? Uh... Shang-Chi. Because I kind of was expecting you to give me this kind of answer. Disappointment. Mm. You're not really a Marvel fan in general, though. You're exposing my... What? Your old What's madness. It? Yeah. <laughs> You're just an I'm... Asian old man. <laughs> Asian old man. Um... This is another thing we can talk about another time. It's a sort of, like... Maybe after you watch it, if you choose to watch it. I haven't yeah, seen it Yeah, because it's, it's a matter of, like, how representation is seen by different groups of people. You know what, though? Mm, maybe, actually, then. Mm-hmm. Briefly give your view now, what you have on it. And then by the next time, if we do record something and we have both seen it, if we see it. We can... It's just the fact that, you know, um, like, the... Depending on whether you were born into an environment. Mm-hmm. And what you identify as. But we're talking about culture here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So the mindset between someone who was born into the country as a minority is going to be quite different from someone who was born in the original country as a member of the minority and then moving to a country and becoming... Okay, so you're talking about mainland Chinese versus... Sort of, yeah. But that applies to other groups as well. Yeah, but in this case... He's a um, so you know, superhero. like what I've what I've realized is that people mm-hmm. who were born in born as minorities, mm-hmm. you know, who were either Asian Americans or like um, whatever American, but in the West, mm-hmm. then this um, representation means a lot to them. Yes, yeah. and they tend to be more sensitive about things like cultural appropriation, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and this applies to not just Asians but also Black people, also Brown people. Um, who it's which is sort of understandable no yeah i know that there's actually a word for this kind of thing mm-hmm. in sociology i'm yeah. pretty sure but yeah carry on um so the you know shanti shanti from I, I don't even know how to pronounce this thing this is but... the other thing i was going to say really quickly right oh, it's basically shang chi okay but then i saw the chinese characters today and mm-hmm. like it's chi with a q so it's actually like oh yeah, yeah, because they're using the old like wage R system to romanize yeah. it. Yeah. And it's just really... Because no one so, can pronounce it. You know, it for you. mainland Chinese people, this wouldn't be representative of the culture. What they see is just another, like, sort of westernized, like, seeing Asian culture through Western eye. Mm-hmm. That's but I can understand mm-hmm. why for Asian Americans, this is, like, representation, like, oh, my yeah. gosh, you know. Um, this is, oh, man. Okay, so I kind of had a feeling... You were going to say something like this. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, this now reminds me of the first recording that we made earlier on, which got cut off. Because <laughs> when we were talking about, you mentioned a restaurant, basically, which does fusion Asian food. Mm-hmm. And I'm, if you pu- upload that part, people will understand what I'm talking about in full context. But basically, you mentioned this place. And then we had a discussion about whether or not that's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of saying how, like, um, putting traditional stuff out there in different forms is kind of like a good thing, maybe. Because yeah. See, this is another thing. For I feel like it's not if one-dimensional. Actual Japanese and Chinese people saw this. They they might they probably won't take. They probably issue won't care to be honest. Yeah, because they're like, oh my god, they used our elements in the central 
place as decoration. I mean, they really appreciate their culture. Some people just be like, we've got bigger problems. This is literally a restaurant. This is literally <laughs> a film. Other people might be like, oh, wow, it's flattering. Other people might get really riled up. But I would only get riled up if they did it disrespectfully. With regards to but, this film... But I you have like... to remember, this is about, again, for someone who is a minority of this country, who's mm. probably had many instances of their culture being misunderstood and people yeah, yeah, making yeah. microaggressive uh, comments or, you know, microaggressive actions towards them. Mm. And maybe maybe just experiencing flat out racism. They're going to be sick of this. Kind of stuff. But okay. okay, so one thing I saw today was um, the main actor, the protagonist of this film, mm-hmm. on Subtle Asian Traits, actually, he's kind of active on there. He posted something about the film, blah, blah, blah. One of the comments, one of the main comments under the post was basically somebody being very emotional, saying that the first scene in the film, apparently, is mm-hmm. spoken in Chinese and it has English subtitles. And they were like, they were really proud of that because it's like never really been done for, especially in Marvel, which is really famous. So I'm just like, I can see why it might be a bit uncomfortable in the way that you're saying this doesn't really appeal to mainland Chinese people, for example. Mm-hmm. At the same time, one film can't seek to... Uh, represent everybody like it's Mm -hmm. serving a lot of people and maybe that's just laying the groundwork this Mm -hmm. opens up the doors for representation for other chinese people or other minorities and blah blah blah. so i feel like i commend it what they're doing and i obviously haven't seen the film yet Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't expect it to appeal to every type of asian person because it's just not going to (laughs) if we accept that i agree with you on that it's a it's an important step to be made but Mm. um i still kind of think like there are better ways to make the step i guess yeah but then at the same um, time right saying that i wouldn't have all my expectations and all my hopes pinned up on this film and i, I don't but then at the same time i'm not east asian so i guess it means a little bit less to me mm-hmm. but like let's just say that it was a south asian actor and i know that they actually have a film coming out and i'm again my hopes are not very high for that one but anyway <laughs> um yeah my expectations is not going to be for this film to save the industry. It never would be. I feel like it's all small steps that make progress overall. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Saying that, though, everybody's been saying it's a really good film. Mm-hmm. So, It'll be interesting to see what it turns out to be. Yeah. I, I didn't actually like the trailer that much. I haven't even seen that. I, I, I'm just not that interested in Marvel in general. Yeah, I know. But Spider-Man, though, that's going to be good. Woo! It's just because you think Tom Holland is hot. Do people agree, though? Like, come on. I'm over him, though. But, like, when the film comes out, I'll be not over him again, and then it will die again. But whatever. He's a little bit short. Actually, you're quite short as well. So. <laughs> I'm not going to say why I don't like him. That's not very nice. But I'm kind of over him. We don't need political correctness in this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Jokes, we do. Psych. <laughs> Like, that's the wrong number. <laughs> um, I wish I had more chaos in this. Episode. This is pretty fun. Mm. You know what I think it is? I, I kind of feel like it was because at the beginning I had a small sugar high from this drink, mm-hmm. but I haven't mm-hmm. really been drinking it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how I have sugar highs, though, if like caffeine doesn't affect me, but sugar actually kind of does. Isn't that Again, weird? I feel like it's your size. Eh? <laughs> really? Because <laughs> <laughs> like lack of sleep makes me so hyper. And then mm. if you add sugar to that, and then if you add music to that, oh my god. That is just very abnormal. Is it? Because mm. uh, I don't know a lot of people who are like that. I know some people, but for me, that's genuinely how to just get me hyped up. Mm. Other stuff doesn't do it. Like caffeine, nope. Yeah, and obviously I don't have any other substances because I'm a Muslim and I don't do that. 
Mm. That's how we started the last episode. I'm going to end it this one like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make everybody very clear. <laughs> well, on that note, I think it's time to wrap up this very, not very chaotic episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I'm just going to put it out there. I know people probably won't do it, but there is an option to send us audios if you want to connect with us because oh, gosh, I guess yeah. we're not making our social media stuff public. So if you want to, just send audio. Tell us what you want us to talk about because I feel like any topic you give us, we could talk for a while. Yeah, we'll see. We don't know. Maybe we'll see you in a year and we'll dissect Shang-Chi and some other stuff by then. I will, Shang-Chi. as the owner of the podcast, I will aspire to put on an episode before that. <laughs> It's pretty impressive that we do an annual <laughs> podcast. This is not going to be liked by the algorithm. algorithm. I really like our name, though, when I think about it. Remind us, remind our listeners of our name. Paprika Papillon. But I really like the Papillon part because it's got Papi in it. Papi. Oh my god. <laughs> you know it's always been my answer, so. I want to be a Papi. Are you in need of a Papi right now? Ew, no. She lies. I don't lie. That's all she's been thinking about recently. Ew, no. Gross. I was going to say something, but I can't. You're lying. <laughs> um, what's the opposite of puppy? Mommy. Uh, I don't like that word. No. Is there an opposite? Habibi? Ew, okay. Any Habibis out there? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. On that note. That's no, 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 that can't be the last one, please. <laughs> it has to be. No, 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 think of one last thing. I can't it will have to use. be. Okay, okay, I have one last thing then. Do you use AirPods? Yes. See, that's something that changed over the last year. I have AirPods now, and so do you. Yeah, well, yeah, I do have some problems with it. Oh, or oh, like um... just wireless instead of wired. Wow, society advanced. No, it's just... um. I kind of, I don't know, I regret a little bit not getting the Pro because on the tube is really loud. Oh, is that going to um, change anything though? Um, AirPods Pro, I think the noise cancellation. Wait, is that is, the one with the sponge? The thing. Yes. I hate that feeling though. Like, yeah, I really the fe- like the yeah, shape of really the other one. Yeah, but I feel like it's, it's give and take. You know? Yeah, because it sucks out the air from it is. Why do you have to pause? It makes things weird. Or... I just, I'm not <laughs> sure that's the proper, like... <laughs> you know, it's true. Procedure. But... And I don't think it's good for you to have one for a long time. So, I mean, true. earphones in general are not. True. But I prefer the other shape. Apparently, the, uh, the most healthy are the overhead ones. Yeah, I've heard that. But then they can be quite noise-cancelling, and that's not good either. Yeah. Do you know, oh my god, there's something called spatial audio and I think that's what my work headphones use because they gave us this thing so that when you put them on, it kind of feels like you're in the same room as the person you're listening to because obviously we're working from home or a lot of people are. Yeah, and I think they introduced that on Clubhouse now. Um, Obviously, I haven't really tested it out, but I saw that in the new updates. That would be fun. That's what they've done. Because they, wanted, they call it like 3D audio. That's like the shortcut name. 3D audio. Wow. Yeah. So you're meant to sound like you're in the same room as people. Obviously, Surround sound, but make it... Yeah, I think this is another thing out of lockdown though because this is another way to make us feel connected because obviously we're not together but this is making it feel like we're in the same room so the question is have you heard Habibi's through Mm -hmm. this round sound shut up there's a good song by an artist I like CK called Habibi (laughs) listen to it unless you're under 18 (laughs) (laughs) and yeah on that note 
<laughs> oh, why is we're that? Oh, wrap God. Up. It's not bringing it back. Oh, God. Um, stay safe. We, I might just call this episode Back to Habibi. No. <laughs> you know what? That's not bad because we spoke about going back to school or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that. So, yeah. Tell us what well, to talk about. We'll love to hear from you. I hope you enjoy this. Don't leave yes, us. Same. Absolutely. Can't promise anything, but maybe more to come. Who knows? <laughs> <sighs> And on that note, ciao my friends, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.